Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Welcome to Sex Talk with Zivi and Tracy, co hosted by me, Zivi Owens, and Tracy Cox, who is the author of 17 books and an international sex expert. We are the duo behind the TikTok viral sensation account called With Zivi and Tracy. And you should definitely listen to this podcast in which I ask Tracy three anonymously sourced questions each episode, which you can also enter at www.sextalkwithzivi.com. Tracy.com and it's sex talk S E X T O K to reflect our TikTok viral success. I hope you enjoy. Enter your questions on our website, listen up, send it to friends, and please rate and review our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Enjoy. Hi, Tracy. It's so nice to see you again. I know we've had a little break, even though the listeners don't know we've had a little break. We I have. know, the listeners don't know, but now they do. And we were excited <laughs> to come back and find so many questions in the inbox from all of you listeners, which make us feel very loved <laughs> and appreciated. Absolutely. <laughs> so Tracy will start tackling some of those questions for our upcoming episodes. Absolutely. We will. And what was I thinking about? Oh, I, I know what I was thinking about before I was waiting to come on was about Something we never talk about, we should talk about in the show, is doing sexy things. Because I did a very sexy thing on Saturday night, and it's not personal. I went to this fab new place in London called The Main, which is very old school, like beautiful, glam restaurant. And they have a show, and in the show is a burlesque dancer. It's a stripper. And it's so interesting to just be, because, you, you know, when you, especially when you're a bit older, you, you're not going to go hanging around strip clubs or watching anything like that. Or, But have you ever been to a burlesque show before? I been? have not, but I kind of feel like I have because I just watched the last season of The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Do you watch that oh, show? Oh, yes, yes, yes. And so now I feel like I've been to a strip club like every day. <laughs> I haven't seen the most. Yeah, so we went as two couples, so my husband was sitting next. And after it was over, he said, you know what? let's just pay for a whole other dinner <laughs> so we just get to see that again. No way. Because it was just so, it was just so interesting to watch huh. up close. I've seen like a Dieter Von Teasy type thing before lots of times and they're really, really good because they're not at all smutty. They're just so interesting and they're fantastic dancers as well. But I think it's good for you to do sexy things like that. Huh. Just thought I'd chuck that in there. I also am watching, this makes it sound like I watch a lot of TV, which I did on vacation, which was great. But there's a show pivoting on Fox and it's all about doing a sexy thing. You should watch it. it. It's really funny. So there's like yeah. this potential affair brewing and there's a t- this mom is like texting the guy about like doing a sexy thing, but she actually, actually texts her husband. And oh, God. <laughs> anyway, it's like a whole thing. It's very funny. But it I haven't sense. heard of that. We will have yeah, it's really again. good. It was written by a friend of mine, Liz Astroff, who is on my podcast, and she's amazing. But the show is on Fox. It's, it's fantastic. You should watch it. Okay, okay anyway, our definitely. questions. Okay, I hope right, everybody's... Right. Okay, question number one. Sometimes when I'm in bed with my husband, I start laughing. He gets all huffy about it, which makes me laugh even more. I have no idea why I do it or how to stop. 
Now, that sounds like a really weird question, but I've actually been asked this question lots and lots of times during the years that I've been doing this. And it's quite interesting that women are the laughers. Men never laugh in bed. It's always women (laughs) who laugh. And I think that sometimes, I mean, we all laugh in bed sometimes because sometimes, you know, something goes wrong or you've, you know, it's a bit awkward or clumsy and something strikes you as funny and you just laugh. But I reckon in this case, this is purely and simply a case of one of those situations where she's thinking, whatever I do, I mustn't laugh. And of course, the minute you think that in any scenario, you're going to laugh. It's like saying, let's not think of pink elephants and all you can think of is pink elephants. So this is the problem. And I think it's also knowing that it's a big deal if you do laugh. You know, like if you're in a funeral or a church or somewhere where you just think, my God, it would just be awful if I burst out laughing, that's when you do. Mm. And it just makes it even more irresistible to give into it. But I think my main question with this is, when you start laughing, does the sex stop? Because I think if the sex does stop, is this a bit of a subconscious way, instead of just saying, honey, I don't feel like it, is it her way of, pretending that she wants sex and oh look I'm laughing again it's ruined the mood and now we're not having sex anymore so I would be interested in that whether it's stopping sex because if it is you might want to think about why you can't just say I'm not in the mood or why you don't want to have sex with your partner but treating it in the way I probably think it is that it's probably quite a light thing I mean I can't really blame the husband for getting huffy can you because I mean, if Miles burst out laughing every time I did anything, something sexy, I think I'd feel a bit huffy as well. I mean, I guess it depends kind of what they're like. I mean, maybe she laughs at a lot of things or I I don't know. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I see, I get, and I also think at what exact point in this process is the laughter happening, you know? I mean, Oh yeah, good point, yeah. There are some (laughs) points at which laughter would be very offensive, I think. Yes, for the man, and you know how but, paranoid yeah. men are about their erections and penises and things like that. So laughing at the wrong point, yeah, wouldn't be good. So are you laughing at him or with him? And and the thing is, how to stop it? I think the obvious thing of how to stop it is to make it not a big deal if it yes. continues. Yeah. And so if you say to your husband, look, I don't know why I laugh, but I just do. It's got nothing to do with you. It's got nothing to do with what you're doing. It's just the thought of not being able to laugh that really makes me want to laugh. So if you laugh with me, I feel like this is going to break, you know, this cycle. If it's not a big deal, it's just going to stop. So next time, get him to laugh with you. Make sure he's fully reassured that it's nothing he's doing. And hopefully that will break the cycle because it's just the forbiddenness of it that's making you continue to want to do it. If you can do it, you'll lose the impulse. Yeah, I think I think the communication, it, it always comes back to communication, Tracy, and like all these questions. But I, I do think that if she just explains that maybe she should just explain it to him and, you know. But it's hard to explain, isn't it? I want to laugh because I know it would be really offensive to you if I laughed. I know, but just, I, I don't know. I think yeah. that she should, not in the moment, but, you know, and at another time, talk yeah. about it. I often think that you shouldn't discuss sex things in the moment. I often think you should just wait until afterward because I think in the moment people don't listen. They're just, oh, my God, I must be so bad because they've interrupted sex to talk about this. Mm -hmm. Some things like, honey, can you do it here or move there? Fine. But I think conversations like that, you would have to stop sex to have that proper conversation. Yeah, I didn't mean that, but good point. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Okay. <laughs> Question number two. I'm very happy with my partner of 12 years, but I dream of sex with other men nearly every night. I love the dreams. They're exciting and fun, though I do feel guilty when I wake up. I sometimes wonder if this means I'd be up for cheating if someone made a move on me. I'm in my mid-40s and don't get hit on very often. The dreams make me not trust myself. I'd like to think I'd say no, but would I? Interesting. Well, it is interesting, isn't it? And I think the sex dreams are very interesting because... They only really, I really only think you need to worry about sex dreams if one of two things is happening. Number one, if it recurs on a regular basis. And number two, if it worries you. And she's ticking both boxes for this, right? I mean, the obvious, obvious question with this is, are you enjoying sex with your partner? You know, are you, is your sex exciting enough? Are you having sex regularly enough? Because the overriding message from this to me is that, you want more sex or you want more adventurous sex because it's normal to dream of sex with other people now and then, but every single night, mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's, that's quite something. And I think that the dreams are satisfying something that's missing in your real life sex. So I think that if you pushed yourselves out of your comfort zones a bit, did something a bit edgy, maybe had sex more often or had more adventurous sex, then the dreams you know, you'll be less reliant on the dreams to keep you sexually satisfied because I think the dreams are actually propping up your real life sex life. And you're quite cool with this. It's quite I'm, interesting. I'm, so you're like, never imagining, mind. I'm imagining this person like going to bed at like four o'clock in the afternoon. Like, sorry, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Just gonna go yeah. Have a what? No, done. you know, I, good night. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so you, you would be going to bed if you're having those dreams every night. So it's quite interesting that she's quite happy with the dreams adding what's missing in her sex. I'm assuming it's missing. I really am assuming. Now, the second part of the question, will it make you want to cheat? Um, I think that dreams and doing something in reality are so completely different mm-hmm. that I don't think so. Because, you know, kissing someone in a dream is very different than going to a bar and suddenly you're with a stranger and your relationship's at risk. It's a completely different scenario. But I have to say, research does show that if you constantly fantasize about something all the time, it can make it more likely that you'll do it in real life. And the reason why is that your brain becomes, it's so familiar. If you do it all the time, your brain thinks it's so familiar that it that it thinks that you've already done it. Hmm. So taking it through to reality is like, yeah, I've done this many times, but you haven't, but you've fantasized about it. And when this is most dangerous, it's if you're fantasizing about somebody that you interact with all the time. So that's when it becomes really, really dangerous. But I'm just wondering whether that research might be relevant in that because it's becoming an every so night should thing. Should I start fantasizing about, you know, Putting down cookies and (laughs) only eating (laughs) healthy greens all the time. Would that make it more likely to happen? Probably. Mental trickery. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
But the other thing that's probably more more you know, a way of gauging whether you're going to go through with it in reality, it's what are your views on infidelity? Like, well, do you think cheating is okay? Do you think that, you know, you think that bit on the side isn't a bad thing? I suspect the answer to that is no, so I wouldn't worry about it. And also, the mid-40s comment that you get hit on less as you get older, well, I think attractiveness and sex appeal go way beyond how old you are and what you look like. So let's hope for your sake that you get hit on right up until you're about 90 years old. Because I think you can be. <laughs> My grandmother got asked out in her nursing home right soon before she yeah. died. This guy was like all over her. So, you know. Yeah. There you go. Proves my go. point. Yeah. She said she's never been as as attractive as when she got into her 90s. <laughs> really? Isn't that yeah. fantastic? Yeah. She's like, I never looked that great. And then all of a sudden I was I was old and putting myself together. And people are like, oh, you're so attractive. <laughs> isn't that lovely? I know. It's, it's confidence, she, isn't it? It was it? so funny. She was just hilarious. I know. Did she go out with him? No. No, she did not. No. Right. I think she has just, she was just always in love with my grandfather, her second husband. Aww. They were married for a long time. And then she just has never, she just never stopped loving mm. him so much. Missed him every day. Oh. Anyway. Sorry to bring the tenor down no, to but you know, sweet. Okay. And by the way, they didn't even get married till she was like 50 or something. So they oh, had, really? you know, 50s to 70s was like her, you know, wild and crazy time. Mm. Sure, I that's a good age to be. Mortified that I'd be talking that I'm talking about her on the show. <laughs> okay. Can you tell if a man is secretly gay or has bisexual tendencies? I have met a man I'm really into, but my instincts tell me something is wrong. He is currently current sorry, he is curiously uninterested in having sex, especially since our relationship is new. I am always the instigator. When we do have sex, he won't make eye contact and he cuts straight to intercourse. He doesn't enjoy foreplay at all. There's no interest in my breasts. He never I can't even say this. He never does that. And says he doesn't like performing oral sex. Out of bed, he's great and very affectionate. Though, now I think about it, he's not into deep kissing either. Otherwise, he's a great boyfriend and I'd like us to get serious. Am I being over paranoid? Should I ask him outright? Now, I got many, many opinions on this question. Okay, because go for I, it. <laughs> yeah, I happen to know lots of gay men, lots of gay men who used to sleep with women. I know a few women who've ended up with like we're dating men who then became gay so I've got like the full the full background on this I've got all the experts on this so to that's there's so much in this question I don't know where to start but I will start with the fact that she says that he's in a gay friendly city so in other words well why wouldn't he come out he's in a gay friendly city well I think that just being in a gay-friendly city is one of 500 million things that influence when you come out. Mm. And also, as one of my friends said, he said, where you grew up is far more important to coming out than where you're living now. Because, you know, that's when, when it was all being formed and, you know, when the shame is often attached to your childhood and stuff. So it could be that he's gay and he might be shoehorning himself into trying to be straight because he wants a family, he wants a traditional role model for his kids. Could be he doesn't want to leave the lifestyle of a gay man. Lots don't. Could be he wants a, you know, a it could be he's worried he's going to upset his friends, his family, his siblings, his workplace. It could alter so many different things. Could be he's just scared from being different from the norm. And a lot of men are quite, a lot of gay men can be homophobic. They can absolutely hate the fact that they want to be gay and want to be with men. So it's it's not unusual for this to happen. So there are many, many, many factors that a kid might be grappling with before he wants to come out. Now I can see why she's worried that he's gay can you say because I mean the details of how he conducts sex does 
fit with the concept that he might be gay. Yeah. The fact that he doesn't like a breast. He's avoiding anything that's female, isn't he, really? I mean, he he also... I mean, he could be autistic. I mean, it could be a million things. Yes, exactly. I don't think it means he's gay. I mean, he might be gay, but it could be a bazillion other things. Yeah, it could be. And that's why I was going to do the gay bit first and then say exactly. But this also fits a million other things. Autism isn't one of them, but it's exactly right. It could easily be that, couldn't it? I mean, Easily be autism. Yeah. Yeah. But the gay guys who I know who have had sex with women said, yes, okay, the sex they had was very intercourse focused. Yes, they would often choose doggy style so they could fantasize that she was a he. They said they, but they did say every single person said they all agreed that they would avoid giving oral sex to a woman. Mm. So that seems to be a big red flag. But I'm with you. I think there are so many other explanations. For instance, the autism thing is a really, really good thing to think about. He could be a straight man who's just got a low interest in sex. Mm -hmm. He could be really inexperienced and just sticking to the basics because he doesn't want to make a fool of himself. He might have had a sexual trauma, which has made him really anxious. He might be scared of intimacy. Yeah. There are a hundred different ways, you know, to, to that this fits. So she's just got one sort of theory and it all does fit that theory but it also fits many many other theories so I would have a conversation with him I certainly wouldn't come straight out with hey just thought I'd ask are you gay sounds like something I might say <laughs> <laughs> well yeah but I don't, I don't I wonder know. if she's teased him about this you know I wonder if she's teased him because if she has and he laughs it off then yeah. he's definitely not gay well it Whatever it is, it sounds like she's not particularly thrilled with the situation. Yeah. Right. So she has to figure out how she's going to deal with it and if it's okay with her. I mean, maybe she's not, not, maybe this is not, if this is all he can give, she should think, she should think about whether that's, if that meets her needs or not. And then if not, for whatever reason, she needs to move on. And if it's fine, then she can stay. Yeah. But I think she just needs, it doesn't sound like there's been any conversations about this. So I would start with assuming that he's inexperienced or low on sexual confidence and say something like, you know, look, I really want our sex to be more enjoyable and I'd like more foreplay. You know, can you play with my breasts more and can I show you what I like next time we have sex? Now, if he is inexperienced and he were just too scared to ask for direction, he would like that. He'd go, oh, yeah, that'd be great, you know, because that will feed into that. Now, if he is uninterested and sort of won't go there, I think she's fair enough to say something like, you know, I noticed that I'm always the instigator with sex. Is that because I feel like it more or and you're too shy to ask or does that mean that you just don't feel like sex as much as me so mm-hmm. you could try that path yep. and all of this should give to give some clues so in other words open up a conversation about sex and get him talking and I think you should be able to get a good feel of whether it's low libido lack of confidence you know lack of experience or fear of intimacy from these conversations but if he Oh, another thing I thought that she could do was to bring up, uh, ask him if he's ever had a same-sex experience in his past. Like if she could just make up a statistic. I can't even speak, I'm doing lots of... Make up a statistic. Statistic. (laughs) (laughs) You couldn't tell. Yeah, but but just say, you know, I I read somewhere today that 
30% of people have had a same-sex experience in their past. And I did. This is what happened to me. Just make up something and see if he's forthcoming with something like that. Mm -hmm. Now, if all of this does not give you any clues at all, and you still, your overriding, like, fiercely screaming instinct is that he's gay, then you could say, I mean, you, this is exhausting all possibilities. You could say something like, look, I get the feeling you aren't interested in having sex with me. Can we talk about that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And go from there. And I mean, and then maybe as, as you said, Zibi, you know, I don't even know if you want to come right straight out and say, look, do you think you might be gay? You, it might end up at that. But even if it doesn't, you know, you're not going to be happy with that by the sounds of it. No. So then he needs to move into the friend basket, doesn't he? And yeah. just become a friend. I think so. Yeah. Because at the very least, this is adventurous match with unadventurous. Yeah. But he sounds great. He sounds like such a nice guy, though, doesn't he? Yeah. And she does say he's affectionate. Mm. I don't know. So maybe he's not autistic. I don't know. And by the way, I don't claim to know anything about autism, and I could be completely wrong. So just if there is anyone listening being like, what? That's totally not true. I just mm. threw that out as a theory. And so well, no, I know yeah, I think it's, it's a good theory. The other expert. thing is he might be asexual. Yeah. I mean, there's he a lot of just not. Yeah. They anyway, might just not whatever. They, she has to, like, deal with it and figure out. What, what's going on? Be a little detective. Yes, okay. exactly. But don't come out and just ask him if he's gay. That was the, the big no-no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, sex tip of the week or sex tip, sex challenge. What are we on these days? Sex challenge, sex challenge. Now, if you can afford it, I'd like everybody to go on a little holiday together because it is often the best thing you could do for your relationship, for your sex life. And what I want you to do on this holiday is to print out the list of all the sex challenges or take it on your phone that I've done so far and start ticking off a few. Because honestly, holidays is the best time that you have. It's the most time we get for sex. So it's this time of the year. It's holiday time of the year. Well, it is in the UK and the US. And, well, everywhere, really. It's always holiday time, isn't it? But it, it seriously is the best thing you can do for your relationship is just to get away. And if you can possibly do it without the kids, do it without the kids. Well, yeah. I mean, going away with the kids, does that actually even help? <laughs> I mean, I mean, that might hurt things. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Sometimes. Yeah, I'd imagine if you've got loads of kids, it's probably more stressful. Or, I don't know. I guess it depends on your, your whole setup. Yeah. Anyway. And also, aren't there kid-friendly holidays you can take where they look after the kids and you're allowed to run off and have sex? Well, probably not. I mean, Someone I don't know. Sign but. me up. I, I don't know about those holidays. That sounds great. Uh, you know, I'm guess like, the person who's never had kids. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. okay. Well, this is so fun. Thanks, Tracy. I'm so glad we reconnected after our little break. I missed you, and this is so fun. I missed you too. All right. We shall talk next week. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Sex Talk with Zivi and Tracy. If you want more from Tracy, she has a column on Moms Don't Have Time to Write on Medium. So check that out too. Thanks again. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 